the last time I had fast food is yeah. the day I saw um, Super Size Me. Oh, so you stopped because of stuff like that? No, that we I didn't eat fast food, and then we saw the documentary and to celebrate, we went and got McDonald's. That was the last time <laughs> I, ate. <laughs> I ate. So fast you food. went to go see the movie about how evil and corrupt and bad for you McDonald's is, and then you were like, "I'm gonna have myself a Big Mac." Well, they made it look so good. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 16 of the Dinosaur Machines Game Club podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mark Magro. Joining me today, two guys, when a creepy naked girl asks them to go for a swim, they're like, no. No, please. None for me, thanks. <laughs> Dave Grimm of Dick Clone. You are selling, and if that is naked swim time, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I would hope so. Uh, yeah, uh, what if it's our Well, wife? we're talking about oh, naked yeah. children because we played inside. <laughs> Uh, if there's any game that needed more context, it's that one. Oh like, my pretty way, much. <laughs> you want to know what Play Dead, right? <laughs> Play Dead that... Studios, guys who made Limbo, which yeah. might come up in our conversation. But before we get into all that good stuff, how's everyone doing? It's been a while. You know, I think I'll lead it off. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, great news for both of you. We can still be uh, friends because I've now accomplished Chrono Trigger. I was about to say, I brought up in episode two finally finished little, now little, episode little two lost or episode yeah. two uh yeah like with crypt the of the necrodancer oh wow yeah Actual you were like oh, i'm gonna two. play chrono trigger and we're like it's oh that's such a great game now yeah. episode 16 yeah you finally like, finished that's right chrono trigger i beat that and i beat journey <laughs> well, we're, very we're burying the lead here oh uh, yeah chrono, right, trigger. Right, right. chrono trigger i beat chrono trigger amazing game i'm sorry i didn't play 12 years ago what is my problem i'm a big jerk is it only? No, it came out way earlier than that. It was like a 90s game. Yeah, right? but I should have played it 12 years ago. I guess that's true. You should have played it when it came out. At least 12 years ago. At least 12. I can't believe how good it is. Like, I wasn't in. And then, I mean, spoiler, if you never mm. be Chrono Trigger, what are you doing with your life? Seriously. Uh, Chrono dies, and I was like, wait, that's me. It's killing now me. I'm... It kills me every time you say it. And it kills me every time that you say <laughs> Chrono and not Chrono. I'm like, it's Chrono. Listen, he is allowed to pronounce it fairly... I had the epoch wrong or whatever. Epic. Epic. We both did well, for a while. What I was looking, I looked it up. It's the yeah. pronunciation could be either or, depending on. It's like epic, ep- epic, or or epoch, depending on right. British or American pronunciation. I think we huh. use the words; they don't use us, so we pronounce them however we darn well please. Okay. I huh. say. Well, anyway, well all the, all the, that's why the we have feels. elite skills. Very elite skills. But when they start going back in the portal one by one, all your oh, friends? I can't. I can't. I can't. And my good. cat went back there. I got the ending where your cat goes back because I saved the epic, I guess. So I, oh, I don't right. know what the difference. There's like 16 endings. I, for fun, I got endings. the developer ending, but yeah, good game. That's like good, the hardest one. The developer ending? Yeah, because well, you have to beat it in the you beginning. Have to be in the be- it's, it's the hardest because you could be the least level to do, but it's yes. also the quickest one to get. Yes, that makes sense. Interesting. I didn't realize that was a difficult thing. I just walked into the portal. Yeah, yeah and that was like the first time you encounter. You're like, oh, I could beat the game right now. So what if that's your first uh, encounter with the game? Like, would you think that it was the stupidest game ever? And you just... Well, if you can beat it on your first playthrough of Lavos, you have elite skills. No, if you're like a little kid. Oh, wait, you have to fight Lavos? Yeah. What are you, you talking about? I don't, I don't even know what you're talking about. Anyway, the other game you played, also a great oh, game. Journey. So I played. I actually played Journey in line with this episode because I knew they'd be kind of similar. No. They are, <laughs> no, they are. They are. Oh, we'll talk the about nar- that. The narrative is all silent. So. 
Well, that's oh. actually one of the reasons I picked Abzu for this season, because there's supposed to be a lot of genetic ties to those two things, but we'll speak about that next time, Passport. Right. But what'd you think? <laughs> uh, which one, Journey? Yeah. Incredible. I didn't realize people were supposed to catch up and find you, and you journeyed with people. That actually took me off guard. So that's I was, cool like, that you didn't like. Genuinely surprised. Yeah, about that's, that. that's cool that you didn't get that spoiled for you because that was one thing. Like I played it. I think Dave, you played it too when it like came out, mm-hmm. and yeah. that was like something they never kind of talked about. And then the son was like, "Who are these other creatures? Like, are they?" And then like you just kind of follow them, and then you find out they're yeah. people. And you're like, <gasps> it freaked me out. I was yeah. like, Whoop. "Okay, that's me. I'm me." And I was like, "Am I controlling that me? No." And then I realized we had different emblems, which also got me excited. And then. Right. Obviously, when you beat the game, they tell you who you played with. So I was like, yeah. there, there they are. There yeah. they are. It's All my seven of my compatriots. Oh, so but, bad. wow, it was a gorgeous game. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. I'm kind of happy I never played it on the PS3 because I got, like, the remastered graphics, which mm. are gorgeous. ridiculously nice. Yeah, For sure. Like, it's gorgeous. I like sometimes how they tell when they, like, remaster games from PS3 to PS4, they're like, the HD remake. I'm like, it still was an HD. Yeah. It's not a new yeah. HD. Yeah, but it's, <laughs> it's still it's a like, remake. It is yeah. a remake, allegedly. Mm-hmm. But that's I want good. them to rewrite every line of code when I read the word remake. I'm just I'm like, you obviously recreated the entire game, right? Right, totally, from scratch. So. They built it from the ground mm-hmm. up, because that's how most right. people do it. It was recompiled. <laughs> they ran it through the other compiler. Yeah, there's little but, tubes yeah. involved. So, you know, I'm knocking these games off my list. I'm going to run a, run out of games that Dan has to beat sooner or later. I'm sure we'll figure We'll find some. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of holes. <laughs> then we'll, then we'll start you on the movies that you have to watch. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We're going to make you a full-blown human by the end of this. Oh, man. I can't wait. <laughs> get, get cultured. I'm going to toss it. Yeah. I'm going to basketball toss it to someone. I'm thinking I'm going to... And we shouldn't stop talking about Chrono Trigger. I think every oh, yeah, episode... Yeah, yeah. Every episode okay, we should do I... the Chrono Trigger segment. <laughs> but I think I want to hear about Mark's uh, recent events. And what have story. I been playing? Uh, I Platinum Bioshock 2. Mm. So last time was Bioshock. Now Bioshock mm. 2 is done. Nice. Um, like, I remember not hating that game like when the like as time has passed it's turned into like the arkham origins of the bioshock series is that the one people to pretend like it's not really a game yeah um and i don't really i remember liking it i remember the multiplayer was the huge grind because that was one thing to get that platinum you had to max out the multiplayer and it was one of the first times like i like went on forums and met kids who wanted to just like boost levels and people would like stand around turrets and just keep hacking them to get the XP because it wasn't that fun, Sounds but exciting. um, yeah, it was great. I actually still have friends on <laughs> You're my really friends list. Bioshock on Dave, you know. Well, there was that multiplayer which they took out smartly, uh-huh. but like the combat in Bioshock Two is way <laughs> better than Bioshock One. Like, is it really? It just feels like it's an evolution of it. Like, just in uh-huh. terms of combat, like you're dual wielding. You have your plasmids in one hand, your weapon in the other. Um, all the weapons are interesting. They streamlined like the hacking of turrets and stuff like that. You used to have to do that like tube thing that was kind of annoying after like the fifth oh, and sixth yeah. time. Then in Bioshock Two, it turned into like you just had to hit the button when it landed in like the green zone as it was going back. And Is forth. it kind of like how much better the the combat gets from each Mass Effect to the next Mass Effect? Well, yeah. I mean, like there was like a more I don't know like that. I think there was just that whole series kind of evolved to be more actiony than rpg mm. like this just mm. feels like we learned lessons about what a first person shooter should be by two right. so it's really superior than bioshock one but i think again it's it's not as good as a game because we're kind of it's one of those things the like what are people, not as interesting or something? yeah like what do people really value about bioshock it's not the combat it's the story and the story is decent it's like you know if bioshock that the era under andrew ryan was like 
you know, Atlas Shrugged, Absolute Capitalism, and, like, the the dangers of that. Like, this turns into, like, um, the pendulum slips the other way in Rapture, and it's, like, when Andrew Ryan falls and turns into, like, the worst version of communism where it's almost this kind of cultish group that everyone is united in, but it's, again, it's, like, it's a nice idea, but it turns into, like, this corruption of that idea. Um, mm. And, like, the characters are just not as memorable. Like, it, it's actually funny now being a father and thinking, like, the story, the story is really about you as a big daddy trying to find your little sister and, like, the bond between a father and a daughter, which has a new spin at this point now that I'm a father. Huh. A little bit. I was realizing that. you all new games now as a dad. I know. You're a dad. Maybe you'll see these little connections. Then, you then the next time before. you play the beginning of Last of Us, you'll have to take a three-day break like I did. Yeah. Oh, my God. Just start <laughs> weeping openly. That's my favorite Dave story. Oh my God. <laughs> video games. He was like, I can't play this game. Can't. Too many feels. Too many. It's too too many real to things. And it's too soon. But yeah, like I think just the it's story's not bad at all. It's just it's not as good, and like the characters are not as memorable as like you know Sander Cohen and mm-hmm. that crazy doctor guy who just is cutting right. everyone open from one. So it was good. But I did get to play um, Minerva's Den. DLC that's included in the collection. And I never oh, played that, that before. Really good. Yeah, everyone says like that's one of the great all-time DLCs. It's the same guys who then went on to go do Gone Home. And oh, yeah, okay. so I was like, oh, this is Bioshock Two still. Yeah, this is Bioshock Two. So I was like, oh, it was really revved, and it was good. I didn't think it was like some people I've heard call it like it's one of it's the single greatest story DLC ever released. Eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Okay. But I mean, it was really it was the internet. Internet's all about hyperbole. It's very true. I would still give that to. Yeah. It's uh, all it's all it's all by comic book guy, comic from book. the Simpsons. <laughs> Worst DLC <laughs> ever. But no, um, it was good. It was entertaining. And then I have Infinite sitting around. I think I'm gonna take a little Bioshock break. Although that would probably be stupid because I'm like at my height of my Bioshock powers right now. That I'm so like intrinsically comfortable with those controls. But I think I wanna. Take a little break. I'll savor that one because I know people poo on Infinite. I loved Infinite. If it was shorter, I would pick it for Game Club, but it's too long. But it's a great game. It's like twenty hours long. Yeah, it's like a it's like a legit game. But that game is talking about conversation builder. That game's got some chats. But yeah, huh. that's what I've been doing. Mister Grimma, how's your life? How you doing? Busy. The biggest, one of the biggest, like at least cultural things, we'll say. Uh, that I've been delving into is is this soundtrack to Hamilton? Oh, you've been so talking a lot about Hamilton. It's so good. I've, I've it's, Ron and Cat, who we play Destiny with, are obsessed with it, and they they said like uh-huh. you should you should check it out one time. Just the soundtrack itself is is great. And then, you know, I was feeling down on on music lately. I just like listening to the same stuff and like wasn't finding any new music that I really wanted to listen to. So I was like, all right, I'll I'll delve. And I'm in love right now. I'm like, I'm like, my life is different post Hamilton. Whoa, <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's how everybody reacts. To I know. Right? I feel yeah, like I'm missing something. Uh, well, I think both of us need to do what Dave did do mm-hmm. and listen to it. And listen to and it. Listen to we it. could probably do that. Yeah. As guys who are not really, into it's like musicals. the Matrix, except it's listening. You have to listen for you yourself. Took the pill. <laughs> Wait, what was I listening to? I forget what podcast they were saying. Like, there's something in your brain that when you hit a certain age your desire to discover new music drastically is reduced. Like it's just, if that's certain parts of your brain that are not activated by new music, you're not like a music centric person. Like for most people. And I was realized like, yeah, that's kind of the way it's like, there is a certain age where you're like, mm. I have everything I want to listen to. So that's good oh. that you're expanding still. No, I, I always need 
new music in my life. He likes the music. I, I, I do find that it's harder to find new music that I like the older I older I get. But oh, um, that was a depressing one you just said. <laughs> eh, the older I get, I just don't care as much. Oh. No, it's not that I don't care. It's that no, like it's... my tastes have been refined so much. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's that sound that makes you want to keep listening to a song mm-hmm. that is harder to find. You're like, ah, yes, this. I'll but there's so many like, of them it's, out there. But you know what it is like. I, I feel like the things that make, besides like you know normal chord progressions or whatever you want to say, like sometimes you you want your brain to be tricked. You're like, this is a surprise. This song, mm. I wasn't expecting mm. them to go in this direction, and that's exciting. But like the more music you've listened to, the more patterns you recognize. Yeah, so you it's know, harder to find. Right. It's hard to find music that excites you. Yeah, I understand that. It's like this, you just you understand this, the the general pattern of music. Yeah, I get that. That's totally mm. true. Well, I'm glad your life has been changed by some musical. That's yeah. great. It's cultured. You'll never see the yeah. show because it's apparently impossible to get into. But oh, one one day, one day, I'll be it'll, I'll be si- get when it goes like off. I'll be I'll be sixty. They'll be like you know on their like fifteenth cast. Mm. And I went to um. <laughs> What's the the Tonys? I was trying to think. What's the award for musicals? You, I went. You no, went I didn't go to the. To the Tonys? To, I didn't get to finish that sentence. <laughs> that is what you said. <laughs> I went to the Tonys once. Now I, uh, I, went, I went to a Tony. No yeah, I'm just so connected. I went to a Tony party with uh, my wife when rat like in the when it was for this year, and I didn't know anything about musicals. Then it was just comical, just like and the winner is Hamilton, <laughs> Hamilton, Hamilton. Oh, they yeah, the they won literally like. Like yeah. 90% of the awards, and it was just like a running joke of the people yeah. presenting. Me. I wonder who this is gonna go to Hamilton. <laughs> there is this play coming out that I want to go see called uh, it's, it's oh, out. Hello. oh, hello, it's out. really? That's a great I'm name. Not, oh, is it out? Yeah, did you know what I was gonna say? Yeah, you talked to me about this already, and it's <laughs> right oh. next to me. <laughs> oh, the theater, the theater it. at which Oh, hello is is like is at oh, yeah, is right next door. It's the Lyceum, yeah. see, it's right next door to my office right now dave's nick kroll is nick kroll, yes, nick kroll and john Bobby mulaney, Bobby service service service. John mulaney. Mm-hmm. see now i was gonna say that dave is just strutting his ability that when you mute the mic we can still guess what you're gonna say and respond like it's <laughs> normal conversation. yeah yeah dave can hold a conversation with me without me being in the mm. room well speaking of conversations <laughs> we got a big one yes because game of... let's talk about the game in which there is no conversation oh there's plenty of conversation to be had Oh, there's uh, so the game we're talking about inside spoiler warning massive spoilers this is a great game to not have spoiled for you so if you're still interested pause and then come on back to us but if you're still with us daniel what's inside inside hunted and alone a boy finds himself drawn into the center of a dark project this game is obviously very positively received by the way that was a whole Usually I've got like three sentences to read. That was like Sometimes one it only takes one me. nice succinct sentence. <laughs> Beautiful. Now I can waste all the other time. Um, <laughs> tags, popular, user-defined tags are atmospheric, dark, adventure, uh, indie, and indie? puzzle. I want indie to it just needs to get over, get over. Itself. It's, just Everything's like, indie. We are we are independent. Every, well, no, they have a, they it. have like a publisher. They're not really yeah. anyway. But, well, anyway, so yeah. Totally, that is the way Steam tells us. Well, I don't trust Steam. Steam's like you. a bunch of mocks. Okay. What is it really? Well, let me like tell Dave? you what this game's about. Yeah, t- you tell know. us. You are a, a boy. It's a platformer. <laughs> You're trying to get from one place to another. There are a lot of. There are some puzzles. It's a very dark game. It's pretty creepy. And, uh. I had to 
debate your, yeah, your I think label it's something of, that you have to experience yourself. What? I debate your label of platformer. I don't think it's a platformer. There's no. There's some tricky jumps. Not that many swings. though. All right, it's it's I would like say a, more puzzle than platformer. To me, like any any game, game where you're like on a two D plane, and you're Maybe like and you and it requires jumping is a platformer. A puzzle platformer. Yeah, totally. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can get a board. If, if you want to, if you have to put puzzle in front of it to make it feel valid, I would. Say I yes, feel but... the puzzles are more prominent than the platforming. That's just how I feel as a person. <clears throat> yeah, well, that's but, what this podcast the, is The control about. scheme mm. is the typical platform control scheme. Mm. That's fair. Very simplistic when you think it's like really like three buttons you need to yeah. press. But before we get to like the story, I think it's going to be the bulk of our conversation. Just touching on like graphics and stuff. I thought the game was like damn. One of the tags you said was atmospheric. <clears throat> I think it's perfect. Yeah. Um, the coloring, like comparing it to Limbo, Play Dead's other game, like there is this just feels like the next gen version of Limbo. Like there's so mm. much more depth. There's you know they played with color a little bit more, where the world feels very gray and dark, but the boy's shirt was red. You would hit these points where you just hints of green inside, like the trees and stuff mm. like that. I thought nobody it was, has a face. Some people don't have faces, possibly, which I'll get into, but um. Like Did there anybody just... have a face in that game? Well, well, that kind of gets there, us to the Some parts. people had more of a face than others. Some people, people had Some masks. people had facial hair. I don't know if well, that makes it a face. Well, we're getting ahead of ourselves. But, okay. um, <laughs> so, I thought, like, the game was just... is one of those... Like, I think a big thing about this game is just atmospheric and, like, visual storytelling. Because mm. it's wordless. And I think this game did a, a, a beautiful job at that, I would say, personally. Yeah, I mean... I'll put it to you guys this way. I was playing this game with Anne-Marie, my girlfriend, in the room. And um, she she watches me play games sometimes. But this one kept taking her away from what she was actually paying attention to. Which is the like, thing that she was gorgeous. actually doing? She, yeah. Okay. She was watching this British baking show. It's hilarious. Everyone likes that show. Molly's yeah. obsessed with that show. So she, she <laughs> pulled herself away from the tea and crumpet show to watch Inside. <laughs> and then it's just funny because like, she watched me at a time that I was about to get mauled by a Rottweiler. Or whatever kind of yes. dog that is, so uh, probably yeah, it's Doberman, beautiful, Doberman, Doberman, and then chilling. Like these graphics are equally each because yep. the visuals that they show you with the beautiful mm. graphics are so like dark and hard to watch. Mm-hmm. But you, it's gorgeous. But wow, <laughs> they send you some weird things to look at. So it's really powerful. I get the chills just thinking think about this? certain parts. Yeah, dude. Right, a lot of imagery. That's kind of yeah. just like a. So, D- Dave, I guess you chime in in the same way, right? I'm just thinking about, like, the, um, the same, I was saying before when I was mentioning the, the facelessness. I think it's what's interesting with that direction is that, like, it forces you to, like, since we, you know, we read a lot of facial expression that, that gives you a lot of cues as to what's going on in life, you know? Mm-hmm. And this forces you to imprint whatever your, your thoughts of the situation is. Like, mm. how is this boy scared? Is he adventurous? Like, you don't know, but it, you, it's your story there, you know? Yes. All and of, I think there was... All the motives or whatever you come up with. What were you going to say? No, I was just saying, like, just on that note, like, how emotive the boy is. This is one of those games, like, animation, you know. Mm. Yeah, you know, it's in games. I felt like with the way he moved and the way he interacted with objects and the way each scene felt, mm. it just struck me, like, this was a game... It was in developed for a long time. And, yeah. for, you know, it's not that long. It's like three hours, four hours. And it just felt like every 
screen had so much attention so much and fire and love put to it. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's there's no rough patch of this mm-hmm. game in terms of this feels like a repeat of something else. This feels like mm-hmm. I've seen this before. Everything really felt, at least I, I yeah. felt, everything he, looked perfectly crafted. He yeah, always like appropriately like crouch ran or whatever he had to do. If it was mm-hmm. like a he was getting chased and it was just an all out sprint, like everything was very specific to like, you know, the situation and like right it was if he had to be hiding behind something you could read his body language really easily for that stuff and it was always appropriate sometimes i was like he he reacted so fast faster than i was that i almost felt like he knew like he had done this path before oh interesting it's something that i which I, I i would agree with you on that but we'll get to that point later huh um, okay. I didn't feel that way. I do. I do. I do want to like just add to how much the animations mm. meant to me for this game because like mm. there are moments when he scrambles when mm. something bad is about to happen to him. It's like you cringe. You, you just, feel you, it. You can't help but physically cringe. Mm. And there's no face. And the emotions they do portray for you with the animations is just spot on. Yeah, it's it was so great. So crazy. And he's like got barely any details. You know, yeah. like, he's so smooth and he's just like got little hands. But that's enough. They they pull it off right it's crazy (laughs) uh sound wise i thought like you know not there's no like there's gentle ambiotic points of time but it feels like a very quiet game Mm -hmm. so any sound that was kind of there i felt was like jarring like puzzle wise i it was i the only one who played limbo i I don't know i did not play limbo i played it but i never finished it i didn't okay I, i didn't dig it so much yeah i would agree like limbo was one of those things that everyone loved i didn't love it because I, I felt very frustrated that the dying mechanic, I kept dying, I kept dying. Mm. This, I felt, was much more puzzle-centric than, like, death-centric. I mm. died, I don't know, maybe only, like, 15 times playing the game. Yeah. And I felt like a lot mm. of it was just kind of me with the puzzle, and I had to kind of figure out what to do. And there was only, like, I think one or two I had to look up, because I just totally was lost on what to do. Like, I felt like the puzzles were very clever, but also very like accessible like it wasn't impossible totally absurd about what you needed to do mm-hmm. i only had to yeah. look up one thing and can we just talk about it already because i have to get that it out of my system just like what the whole like aqua girls bo- samara might as well have been oh, oh, the aforementioned so naked singing naked well that, why yeah, don't we swims. why don't we start getting into all these characters because i think yeah, okay. the really the bulk of this conversation is this game is so gives you so much to work with, but yet it's explained so little. So you just yeah. kind of have to start drawing lines between these things. Yeah. So before we get, I know you want to get to Aqua Girl, but we'll, yeah, sure. what do we just, think about uh, the yeah, boy? Keep going. Who is this boy? Okay. So my first theory is that he has to go find something in that laboratory. Mm-hmm. There's something he needs. I don't think he's out to save the world. I think he's out to get somebody or something. Mm-hmm. In that lab. Mm. Um, what? I don't know. Um, he doesn't seem to be looking for anything but the path forward, so I don't think that's very true. But I, I can't say that he exists for any other reason but extraction, to get something out. So, What do you think, Dave? No, I think that that's, it's possible, but um, implausible. Maybe, 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 maybe probable. I don't know. I'm thinking, uh, no, for me, the boy, I don't, I like, I never really knew why he was doing anything he was doing. And I know there are a lot of mind control theories out there that he's being controlled by other forces. 
Mm, but us, yeah. Well, and, what's it, what you were interested in the mind control idea, and like Dan, you said this kind of idea, like he's kind of propelled forward. And I, one of the things I thought, and kind of I'll poke little things there later. It's like this did, I think, kind of a Bioshockian kind of thing, where it's playing with the idea that it is a game. So, like, why is this kid propelled forward? That's a question you're asking, but it's, like, for us as a player, it's because it's a 2D side-scroller, and that's the only direction you really can go. Mm. So it's, like, if you're not going that you can't go anywhere else, so that's the yeah. way you're going to go. So it's, like, he's being driven forward by something, mm. but we also understand as the player why we're driving him forward, because it's because that's the only thing Because we're really doing do. it. We're physically responsible like, for that. Right. First, well, let's start with, like, the beginning of that whole thing. You're in the woods, and you see those, like, pods and it seems like they're like extracting people right right like that's what you're and so my my first thing is just my first instinct my first motive as player is i don't want this kid to get extracted i don't want him to get out of this situation yeah he feels like he's on the run and these people are looking for him Mm -hmm. there are these pods that are there like you said like these glowing circles there's trucks pulling people away Mm -hmm. there's the dogs after him the guys with the flashlights they it it feels like a chase and mm. I feel I felt very very kind of you just Im- immediately mm. like comparing it to Limbo like felt much more viscerally connected that I am on the run right now and I need to yeah. keep running forward and it feels like again what's funny Dan it's like you're telling like he's being propelled to the lab but it, well, you don't know where you're going so it's like you feel like you're running away as opposed to running towards yeah right. yeah the, the entire beginning of the game I thought I was running away from the situation not towards something. Right, because you don't know. You're just yeah. running forward. I didn't think well, I was trying to run like... inside. I thought I was trying to get out. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you watch the beginning of the game, he heads towards the walls, towards the fence. Like he, um, maybe it's like the only place left to go in yeah. the state that the world's mm. in at that time. Mm. Maybe they, you know, staying out in public is the worst place to be, mm. given whatever they're doing to the general public. Right, and I think so, that's that's a nice transition to what Dan will start with. What is going on in this world? Yeah, there's people being taken corralled uh they seem to all be under my control even before they get into this facility and if they're not they're unconscious in boxes and cages and they're just being shipped to this facility mm. you find people there they're all drones they're not dead yeah. but they're not alive I was just... sometimes i wasn't even sure they were people mm. i'm just yeah. like they're just like corporeal things yeah especially towards like... the end you see that there was that one part where you wrote all those kind of disfigured drones yeah yeah. You head towards this part of the game where you see like blobs of flesh that have arms and heads. Some of them look more human than others, mm-hmm. but you start to wonder if the ones you saw before are just completed versions of what these failures Cause those, are. Because the first ones, the f- ones farther, farthest away from the labs that you encounter, are mm-hmm. all on the floor doing nothing until you grab a mind control device. Mm. Right. You know, and they just spring to life and they listen to you. Right. You wear, yeah, you wear on your head. Interest. I thought it was interesting with uh, with those mind control devices. I don't know if you noticed this as well. Like the very first one, the very first few are all attached to something. Mm -hmm, Then mm -hmm. you get that one that you break off and you wear as a hat around. Right. And then later on, those guys just listen to you. They just come with you. After that very interesting encounter with one of the Aqua Girls. Yeah. Get to that. Like, when I was thinking about this world, I, I got... My immediate reaction was it felt very much like tones of Nazi Germany. Like, mm. the black and the white, and then he has the red shirt. Like, those were the colors that kind of popped out. You got these occasional lights that are red. It feels very kind of authoritarian where you're... When you finally mm. get to the city portion after the farm, and you see those people kind of marching towards the street, and you have a later section where you're expected to march. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I had... 
that was kind of my initial thing. It's like this is a world built on control. It's like a Holocaust situation. I mean, like if you take that idea of like a Holocaust, where instead of eliminating these people, they're turning them into these drones for work for whatever it is. Like you're in the mine section, you mm. have all these miners. Um, so like there's, I think there's threads of like, do I know that's what it is? Because then I kept thinking of that scene where you kind of find yourself in the row and you have to mimic what they do. Mm -hmm. Uh, so there's a section where you have to jump and then you have to turn around and there's the people watching you. Like there's the people running this facility or this group or whatever it is. But then there's also those people and they're, they don't, and that's what you're saying. Yeah. There are non-drones in this game. Yeah. And they have masks on sometimes. They do. And mm-hmm. it's like that was the first thing I noticed about the first bunch you see is that they look like almost criminals, sort of mm. like on a heist with masks mm. just covering their face, and they go to kill you immediately, so they yeah. want to keep a secret or something. Right, and they don't—they didn't uh. strike me as like these are employees, these are like soldiers, like there are families. There's little kids there with little masks. Yeah, I I I never noticed the kid until really late in the game. Is that the first kid, the one that's holding the, his like? Let's assume dad's hand. There's in the one before that that I recall when you're in that kind of marching together, but then there's the second one when you break away and there's the truck backing up and there's the dad with the little kid. And he, the little kid's like the last to kind of look in your direction. Which I thought was yeah. like uber crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was, yeah, it was totally. So if you could take this as like a world that's built on mind control let's say so like mm. and there's these hats which is kind of a harking back to limbo where, like they had these like worm things that like you were able to like to control mm. things but so there's this idea of control that they're controlling other people the other thing and because i was thinking about the end towards the end where you do have those misshapen people and it mm. plays into um the secret ending that maybe the mm. these these things that they're capturing, like these drones, they're not actually people. They're grown. Mm. And one thing I was thinking about, and it was what I put... trying to control these... Yeah. And, contr- um, drone people. And one thing I was thinking about with like, why? so why would they try to control drone people? I, I played through the game twice. For an army. For an army. Like, I <laughs> played through the game twice. And so I was trying to think mm. of, like, when my second mm. playthrough, I was really looking at, like, just, especially that beginning like there's mm. these roads and there's this that giant like i'll never forget like that giant farm when you start approaching and there's like you can really see far in the distance and like reflecting on how everything everything really looks run down and broken mm. so i was thinking maybe they're growing but maybe this is like a dystopian future where something really really bad happened and literally mm. the population is so low and struggling that they they're growing these people to do things like farm like mine, like do various functions as opposed to like making robots to do it. There was just, yeah, let's grow people. Let's grow some slaves. Yeah. Like, and that's why like, they're just mindless husks, like in mass effect mm. that they will just kind of do biddings. Like mm. that was one other thing I was thinking. Like, I don't know what's true, but then that plays into what I think, you know, who the boy is was it, did everyone, did everyone see the secret ending? I, I have not. I'm kind of aware of it, but I know okay. that like, I know that throughout the game, you can find like little mind yeah. control balls and break them. Mm-hmm. Right. And you have to and find all 13 of them to get the secret ending. Yeah. And what's actually cool is like, y- y- there are actually, it's like almost like a modem and like a router. Like, it seems like there is, you, you find the modem at the end, but the, all those things are little routers and there's these yellow cables. So like, they feel hard to find. Like I only found 
I think two. I found two on so. my mm. first playthrough. Yeah. yeah. I found one and then I died trying to get the last one, the second one, which is yeah. like at the bottom of a pit. So yeah, and they're they're very tricky to find. And they, what I also like is they're in areas again, like how everything is nice detail to this game. They're put in areas that looks like a lot of attention to detail went into. Mm. Like some sections are kind of long to get to them. It's like yeah, literally, if you, unless you really really unless you them, really you're never gonna see decide this. to go to the left, and, and which in a game where you mostly run to the right, mm-hmm. you know, you, yeah. you, you won't get to it. You know. Right, there was this one, one in particular in the mines. I remember that I remember seeing. Cause what was nice, what I was saying with the cables, like it gives you hints where they are. You can see the cables mm. running, then they're yellow and they stand out. Mm. And I, I remember it's in the mine where you're going back and you have to climb this little wall to get over to one of those hanging pods. Where the, see that's another thing. Like in the woods, there's those pods, but then you also see them in the mines and they're full of like those husk people. So I can just only assume that's kind of where they are. Like, I remember there was this wall. I felt like I can grab this wall, but I guess I'm supposed to just climb over it. And then when I looked it up afterwards, like, oh, there was a thing in there. And you have to run through this, like, sand section for a good, like, 30 seconds. And there's dogs there. And you have, and this is the only section of the game. You have to pick up a torch and fight the dogs off with the torch. Oh, really? Never, Yeah, never in the game do you do that. And it's like they took the time to put to this that little thing. For that. Because they want this to feel important. This is yeah. different. And I think... What the, well, I don't want to go into the secret ending until we get to like the ending, but I think that that praise to the mind that the husks, in terms of like these or these drones, what we think of them, we see a lot of them, but there might be a lot more of them that we don't maybe consider drones. Mm. I'll say, let's talk about the aqua girl, uh. right? So, throughout the <laughs> game, you encounter this girl, she's several girls, I, mean, I think. She I think they're androgynous. Several. I always I thought it was one, but. She's got. She looks like the but ring. You you, uh, yes. you you lock her in out of areas, and then there's yeah. another one. I think there's, there's more, and I want though, to right? think there's more. But I'd like, okay. well, like to think that I've encountered at least three. Yeah, I understood it. Uh, I feel like that might be the case. But I, when I first played it, I understood it as it was one only because they all look the same mm-hmm. to me. So that's just that's regardless. racist. That's racist, bro. <laughs> Long hair, white <laughs> bodies, Tasty. just totally. Pasty, yeah, it's very pasty. Terrifying to watch swim because of their hair, and they they'll kill you yeah. if you well, swim. The first instance with one. The first instance with one when you're in the dirigible, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when you when you, that that first instance one where you have that whole like boom mechanic essentially. Yeah. That when uh, meaning like Mario, when you have to look at them and then they won't move. You know what's that, funny? I totally that was like, the scariest one for me. Yeah, and Dude, I was just like, what is with this girl? Like. Is she bad? Is she trying to help me? Like, I didn't really get how evil she was. And then, because I kept just showing the, the light on her. I'm like, oh, she runs away, whatever. And then she mm. ripped me out and devoured right. her. That wasn't good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then, of course, the aforementioned uh, event is when one of them takes you. And yeah. instead of killing you, she pulls you down to the depths, hooks you up to a machine yeah. as you drown. And you subsequently don't die although the sequence is so long and then you wake up and you can now swim underwater and breathe underwater so you've or changed can you breathe underwater maybe you just don't need to breathe anymore mm. yeah, and what i thought it was so interesting true. after that point you no longer need a helmet to control the yes drones. that's what i was gonna say right mm. so you become more connected to this situation now and now you're if you weren't already a part of it you've definitely become a key part of it and there's mm-hmm. another there's another spot of progression because there's that point where the helmet rips off yeah and you just right. wear it so it's no longer connected anything and you can still then control the drone it's like wi-fi drone control yeah right. 
So let's start. <laughs> let's start kind of putting this in big terms. The oh. ending. Okay. I the minute I hit the ending the first time, I texted both of you. I was just like, "Is anyone at the ending yet?" <laughs> that was the first thing I was like, "Okay." And then Dave texted me the other yeah. night. He was just like, I, "I saw it in the morning." It was just like we like a, a conversation totally unrelated. And you just wrote weird. And I was like, "All right, he yeah. got to the ending." <laughs> Dave hit the ending. And Dave, you you didn't get there, but you know what you you've seen. I know ending. I got so close, and I've already seen the ending. I saw the ending weeks yeah. ago, but I tried to not let it sink in too hard. <sighs> so, so yeah. Anyway, yeah, the ending. So you who wants to say it? Well, so the ending. You yeah, you go there. there's this there's this giant container. And there are all these scientists looking inside the container. And you can, as a kid, as your little red shirt kid, can run right up to that container and be next to the scientists. And they don't care that you're there. They're more concerned about what's going on inside the container. You work your way around to this container, swim up to the bottom. And then inside, is you finally get to see what's inside, is this giant blob of people. All meshed mm. together as one big entity. Right. And there are all these cables attached to it. And as the kid, as soon as you approach it, your red shirt rips off and you're, you're naked swimming next to them. And you rip off the cables and you merge in with them. And then mm. you become part of that abomination, if you will. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> and then the game dramatically... Yeah, then you're like a destructive force running through walls... No longer is it about them, uh, if they see you, you're caught. You smash through people, you, you, whatever. And, and, but then, mm. like, it's like you reach one place and you perform some sort of task. I never really understood what I did. What did I do by, you, like, throw a crate in the fire. You know what I mean? And then you throw, and then you throw yeah. that fiery crate into the machine and you blow it up. What did that accomplish? And how right. come... Scientists seem to be working with you, you know, like like this, like they wait till you're a little far away because they're scared of you, and then they open the door and they and they back away, and then you go through the door. You there's that one puzzle where you need one of those boxes that they have to press a button on it that you have to press a button on, but you can't as the abomination. You throw it up to them. Scientists press the button, throws it back up to you, and then you solve that puzzle. I'm like. They then they like seem to have corralled you into a trap and you fall in, but then you escape anyway, mm-hmm. and then you land. You wind up totally out of the facility on the, on a beach, laying down, possibly dead, possibly just resting. And what I love about that ending too, it's like it leaves the screen there for a, a long while time for you to take it in, yeah. and then shows the credits. You're like, ah, oh, really? That's you're it? like waiting to get up, you know? Yeah. Just or like, waiting to come out it? of the blob, right? Like, when I saw that, I was like, all right, he's going to keep doing this, take enough damage, right. and then eventually he'll take enough damage that he'll be all the way down to himself again. Uh-uh. You are oh. this. That is you right. now. And that is what happens. Uh, and just that's that's it. That's what the facility does to you, what it does mm. to people. Um, I, as you were saying the ending, Dave, I realized I'm wondering if the scientists and the people wearing black with their dogs are separate people, if they're separate groups. Mm. Because the scientists, if they're not trying to stop you, maybe they don't really assume you're a threat because mm-hmm. you're a kid there. Well, but it, it's well, such an interesting sequence when you're on the run the whole game and then su- – I mean, well, when the, all the scientists are running towards – you before you see what's oh, in there, they're, they're running, running towards that glass. Too. Yeah. But yeah, because there are sections where you can see people in the distance. People are running yeah. towards it. Like they want to see what's in there. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I just like, assumed it was like 
like I assume that they work for the same people, the, the people on Black and the Science. I just assumed like they're scientists; they don't really care. They're like just they're just doing their science yeah. stuff. They're just doing experiments. And I'm trying to think of right. when's you know? one of the latest times you can get found. I know when. I assume with the with the boy and the, like that's really late with the with the when the, there's the, the boy and the, and the father and the trucks backing up and you're hiding behind the crate. That's not that late though. I think that's like in the middle. There's one oh, section towards the end okay. when there's water on top. A very surrealist thing that they control water and it moves up. Like yeah. there's that one thing on top and there's bodies kind of floating up and there's a guy with a flashlight on the ground mm-hmm. and if i know that I, this might be the latest one if you fall from the water yeah. before he walks away he will come grab yeah. you so i think i don't know i don't know if i agree with that i, I think it's the same group mm. yeah it's just that but, there's one group that's like the enforcers and the other group that's just science the other side yeah. of the group that's just scientists right. i understand so well, let me let me tee off first yeah this is my so game this is. Is what I, mm. okay when I, my first playthrough, so this is one of those games, you yes, know, a lot. it was like, it was an oxen free like, mode. What so is I was this like, game? What? And I stopped and it was like, it was late. It was like 1030 at night. And not oh, that no. late, but like as a teacher, you need to be up for your own the next one. So like I sat there, I was thinking about it and then I went to bed and I was thinking about the next morning. And I think my initial read of it was this idea that this, this blob thing was the thing that was calling you that you're not actually running away you're running towards this thing mm. and because there's i don't even say this see like i, I was gonna say like that that's kind of what dan was getting at when when we were first talking about it i felt like but i felt like mm. that wasn't his motivation until after his awakening with the aqua girl with the aqua girl because there is that weird section where again it's like you suddenly become a different person it's like this change of you and no and i totally get that so but then it brings up the question of like where is he going um, before that moment if he is just running away but like i feel like he's running into the heart of it mm-hmm. as opposed to just kind of getting away mm-hmm. so let's say the blob is the thing that's calling you mm-hmm. but then it's like the question is what is the blob and and interesting thing about the whole um, controlling you thing. There's this mm. sequence that happens fairly early in the game. It's like the second time that you mind control any anything. Okay? okay, you put on the helmet, and then you get the drone to put on a helmet. Oh, yes. yes. And then you control a third drone, and it, right. and when that happens, like this this sound goes off like a chime, almost like a revelation was just made. And at that moment, I thought that the game was trying to tell me, trying to point out to me that the kid isn't, isn't the one controlling everything at that yes. point, at that moment in time, the fact that like it can be chained, this control mm-hmm. m- seemed really important. And I was like, right. at the time, and maybe you're, it is referring to the blob controlling him the, at the, altogether. I considered myself to be the first controller. Like, cause yes, me, me, the person sitting on the couch with a, with a video game controller being the person controlling the boy who then controlled this drone and had that drone control that drone. Right. And I totally think there is a, there is a fourth wall breaking thing like that. The secret ending, Mm -hmm. um, which I, 
I looked up all, all the locations and then like to, to get into the door, the, the secret ending, it's actually really early. Like you have to run through the cornfield in the beginning mm. and there's a secret room underneath and there's a door where to open the door, you need to go to where one of those orbs are and there's a tape playing with music. And it's very subtle and it will play certain tones and you have to listen to the tones and then there's a directional key and if you, each one makes a tone as you move it. So if you match it up, you get into this room that where basically there's just a plug there. You can see in the background, there's this like, like one of those giant glowing things mm. and you can pull a plug out of the wall and it's very quick, but the lights get dark and you can see the boy kind of slump over and he looks like one of the drones. So it gives you this idea that he is being controlled and you just pulled the plug. But like on that point, Dave, what I think is interesting, it's because when you do that, it's so kind of quick. It's almost like he's pulling the plug on you. Mm. So it's like huh. you're control. You're not the boy. You're controlling the boy. And now he's pulled the plug on you and now you can't so control no. him. Anymore. And it just ends. And it's like you're back. Mm. Huh. But going back, like, so I think I think it's there's too much proof that the boy is a drone. He's not a boy. He's being controlled. I think right. that feels true. That feels true, but at the same time, what makes him different? You know, yes. like, what makes him different than all these other drones? Why does he pretend to be a drone amongst the other drones that are in mm, line, right. you know? Well, that's interesting because, like, he if he is a drone, that means then he is different. And there are different types of drones. Like, there's the really kind of dumb ones who you use. There's the, the, the amorphous ones that are later on. Like, it brings it to the question, like, are the scientists the drones? And there's one little detail that I remember noticing. And I mean, when I was trying to think about, like, this idea, okay, if there, or if there are more different types of drones. Do you remember towards the end when you're go, when you're getting close to the end and there's those, like, um, like not display cases, but they're, like, these great, like, boxes. And mm. you eventually run through them. But there's one awkwardly tall thing there's like and there's real, blood it's almost like an alien in that one yeah and there's yeah. blood on the the glass and it's just that one time yeah but it's so much taller i just feel like maybe they're experimenting with different types of drones mm. and you know for different purposes like there are the ones that work on the farm there's the ones that work on the mines and he happens to be just and i think that's maybe plays into the like suddenly his shirt is red mm. he's different this is mm. like a smarter version of these drones, but then, mm. you know, he gets to the end when he gets to the blob and his clothes are torn off and he's naked. And that made me think of the aqua girls. Yeah. And I'm thinking like, if he was left there for a while and he's not dying, but his hair grows cause he's like organic. Yeah. So what if the aqua girls are the same as him? Just a little crazy. Because they're kind of left, because when you compare the facility, that whole section of facility, and kind of going back to the idea of like this world is like a dystopian, destroyed mm. future, there's these giant sections of lab which are flooded and destroyed. Yeah. I mean, they have like They've the... They've obviously been there for a long time. Right. So maybe mm. like this is parts of failed experiments that he is actually not the first of his kind. Like, if yeah. you take the idea that the... Because those are the only other ones that are drones that are his, his size. Yes, and it's like right. this they idea, like exactly his size. They're too. his size, and if the blob is the thing controlling him, the blob is trying to bring him to it. Mm. Like maybe the Aqua Girls are versions of him that never made it, and right. when he then gets his kind of clothes torn pulled off, 
And then this is what this was kind of like my aha moment. And then I instantly was like, let me see what other people are saying. And there's other videos that kind of believe this idea that the blob is just made up of the same drone kind of over and over. It's like a combination. Like he keeps joining together with himself. Like mm. the, all those limbs sticking out of the blob, it's really just this type of drone that keeps growing and growing. But then it goes back to that idea, Dave, of the things you were saying before about that end sequence, how they, how they're helping you and how mm. the heck does that make sense? Mm. And I didn't notice it. And I watched one, a video online of somebody kind of talking about it and they put it and I, t- I played it twice. I didn't even notice it. There's a diorama of the end scene that you fall into as the blob. It's small. It's not like as big, but it's, you fall into it. It's, it's with probably the, about this. With the woods and the. It's the woods and there it goes down and there's a light in the sky that's shining down on the spot. And I'm like, that's the end scene. So why the so hell? They know it's, they know what's going to happen. So they're saying. let, they're making you. And because it then plays into that scene where there's that section where, um, they're dangling one of those things yeah. and you're trying to grab it and then yeah. you fall into the circle. It's like they're toying with you. And you asked the question before, why would they make you push the box over? Yeah. And like, why are like they, they've, they know you're going to do this. They want you to do this. They, yeah. And that whole fire box with the sprinklers and you throwing them over the sprinklers. Yeah. Like, like it just that, feels like a puzzle. Thing, like they're like, yes, this is exactly what he's going to do. We know what he's going to do. Like, you know, or maybe it's like they want to see, can you do this? Can you figure this out? Because it's a puzzle. Yeah, it's like a, get... it's like a, like a, like a mouse, like trying to get through um, a maze. Yeah, and that's like, how that so... whole fe- that section felt. Yeah. Is it, is it as though they're going to bring him back in and wait for the next drone to come in? And that's in why and, I feel like. See if like... he can get to the next phase. Like what happens after this? Yes, because it, it mm. kind of feels like this is actually like going back to like the idea of inside. Like this is all still an experiment. They expected mm. you. Like if they're really testing you as a drone, that's why they're chasing after you. But then when you get mm. to that point where the scientist is like, well, he made it this far. Can he figure out how to get in? And then it makes sense with the girls. The girls are the ones that never made it. And, mm. you know, why are you in the woods at the beginning? Maybe it's because they kind of just released you there and they want to kind of see if you're going right. to make it. But that mm-hmm. means there you're still, it, you know, it reminds me of, um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll oh, say what it reminds me of quick. For some reason, this makes me think of, uh, the, uh, Sons of Liberty, Metal Gear Solid 2, oh, God. and how the Big Shell project they were saying was was to recreate Shadow Moses to right. make more yeah. more soldiers like Snake. Yes, you know, well, and it, like everything everything that happens at Big Shell is is pretty much what happens at uh in the first Metal Gear Solid. Shadow Moses Island. Yeah. It, yeah, it's basically a retelling of that game's story. Right. It, yeah, as a simulation for yeah. Raiden's training. Yeah, and like the the thing I was gonna say. Um, uh, it reminds me of Truman Show mm-hmm. when he finally kind of, you know, it's, hits he's the in, wall. He, he hits the wall at the end. And it's mm-hmm. kind of this idea. It's like you're hitting There's that whole thing. It's like you're in a world within a world. But like, where does that world end? That maybe like this is a repeated thing that they're doing that you're still inside. You think you're out, but you're not actually out. you're still inside. Right. Which is also brings into light like the, uh, throughout the puzzle throughout the game. There are certain walls that you go through that you have to rip off, boarded off holes. Yes. If this is really a repeated task, then they're replacing those boards, like, after each go. And they're like, right. don't worry. Right. He'll still make it through. <laughs> like, all right. 
Yeah, because it's like, can mm. he make it there? Is this drone good enough to join this thing at the end that we're growing? Because then, like, it has all those 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 mind control mm. things on it. So maybe they're using like almost like a hive mm. mind, like they're using it for something else that mm. we don't know, and they they're constantly trying to make it better, which makes sense why all of them they're all watching yeah. it because they want to see right. what it's going to do. So there's so I have two two things yeah. that sitting in my head that I wanted to get out before we move on. Uh, I think that. <laughs> the swimming girl is a swimming it i don't think there's a gender there i think you guys hit a, hit a good fair. point when you said that it looks once you ripped off the boys clothes in the mm. tank um they look the yeah. same mm. i think that you know it did it is just like a version of him or her that just yeah. stayed it's just it and looks like samara from the it's because the hair the hair Very is much definitely so. like it, it is the hair. Yeah, absolutely but I definitely think that they're yeah. all kind of asexual mm-hmm. in that sense. And I think that kind of leads into the, the cloning and the copying because they're all just sort of a gender. Yeah. So there's that. And there's also animals follow the drone kid. I'm not going to call him the drone kid. Oh, the chicks. Yeah. And like the, the first baby. sequence, the, the chicks follow him right around. They don't die. They live. They're one, one, one kind of dies. I didn't, the first I didn't one that, that hits happen. it. <laughs> Uh, no, but if you when once you put all the ch- the chicks in the machine, because I was very yeah. concerned, I was like, oh my god, did I get in the die? One of them actually does die, which is interesting. Then when you think about it again towards the end, it's like you got to uh, break a few eggs to make it dies, right? And yeah, like, yeah so to make something to better. Yeah, but yeah. like that freaked me out a little bit because like you know I don't walk around and chicks follow me around unless I have food. He didn't have food, so what made yeah. him the animal whisperer for the chicks? The fish kind of happened after he was transformed a little bit so i don't know if that matters mm-hmm. but when you're swimming right after your transformation you're like aquaman yeah, the king of the fish and they're following you around there's, but there's all these other things that you control without the headset before you even get transformed and it's just like it's definitely something going on with him that like makes him a little more special so i think mm. yeah i think it makes sense that he and would I be think part it... of this bigger hole that he's being put through trials right he's like the special is, one and like to kind of this is this is other theory that i had about like the game and this this whole other allegory where like where i f- felt like the game was an allegory about um like society and acceptance mm-hmm. and acting the right way to, in order to fit in and like that's right. what he's doing with the group yes. and stuff like that and he still doesn't really feel like he fits in and then like and I was like, and then you could take, I was trying to define what the Aqua Girls would be. I'm like, and like, there's like these goth kids who's kind of afraid of at first, but then he accepts <laughs> them and he becomes, he, he learns from them. And then at the end, he finds his own little nerd group that he feels okay with. That sounds awful. Yeah, and then they, with their, with their hey, differentness, never, with their, um, the ones of how they stand out. No, but I'm saying like that makes sense because then like once he finally finds his group, they're able to break yeah. through. And if you kind of take it as they're they'll wreak havoc, like you know, one of the only time you actually ever kill somebody is when you're that. And it was one of the most graphic like graphic scenes when he falls out and he lands on the guy and you're suddenly covered yeah. in blood, but there's water oh. so you can kind of like wash it away. No, I think there's definitely something to that idea that he's, you know, this idea of kind of being unique and fighting against conformity. Mm-hmm. I think there's kind of subtle tones mm-hmm. to that as well. Um, oh wait, there's one. And thing I always felt like though. it's like and oh, all those people the facility. Are, like the, are the the current society that makes the rules of what is normal. You know, right, right. The haves and yeah. haves nots, and you're not going to rebel against yeah. us. But one thing I was going to bring up that I think strengthens the idea that this is like a loop, like an oxen-free mm-hmm. loop that they keep doing this. Is Dan, when you were talking about what part you're up to, you're up to the section right before the end, right. and there's threes everywhere, and then when you get to the end, it's four. 
So it's like, this is where it happened. The You know, this is the fourth time they've done oh, wow. this or something like that. Like, I just noticed that like they're like, they are clearly like defined and labeled. Um, so just kind of start wrapping it up. I know we've been like going crazy yeah. long. I adored this game. I mean, it's very dark. It's very dreary. I didn't love Limbo because I felt like it was really like you need to keep making mistakes over and over to proceed. Mm-hmm. I liked the tone of it. And this felt very much just like a perfect evolution of what this studio really can do. Like it is, I thought the puzzles were really interesting. Uh, you know, it, it was, the animations were gorgeous. It was beautiful to look at. It was engrossing and immersive. Mm-hmm. And I, these are the type of games I love. And it's one of those things, you know, like not to, you know, bring back, like old rants of like uh, games like um, what should we call it? Hyper Light Drifter. Like this, this is one of those games that kind of makes me think of this for people who, you know, we were kind of joking like before talking to our coworkers about our podcast for people who don't play video games, they don't think of games like this. And this is for us. These one of those games that speaks to how interesting and profound and, and like this speaks to the part of me that likes analyzing books like this is gives you enough, but not enough to make it sense. So you have to draw the lines, and like this is just like I know um, IGN. Not that I trust all reviews, but the, they only gave like two tens out this year. This was one of them, mm-hmm. and I totally agree. Right. Like this is one of those things that pushes the genre forward. So I I loved it. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I definitely loved it. Uh, I'm just in a constant state of fear of the game mm. of of like what it's hiding. <laughs> what it's going to do to me next. Cause like those dogs it feels like that, doesn't it? Yeah, Cause like, it's like you keep going and you know, you hold right to continue and you solve your puzzles and that's fine. But like, you just, you don't know what's going to happen. Every, once you met yeah. the swimming thing, every single time you got to water, you were like, well, I'm yeah. going to get murdered by this swimming beast. Uh, yeah. After it's going to be terrible. After that first time I was like, please let that be the only one. I'm like, I know it's not the only one, but please. Yeah. Please. After, <laughs> this one after time, my yeah. first instance with one, Jen came downstairs and she's like, you're listening to a podcast. I'm like, yeah, I needed something to slightly distract me from the game. Yeah. It was like and too great little, low frequency. It hits you like a wrecking ball and that thing shows up and then you see more things like that. And, and the second one you see stuff. through the window and you're like, no! Yeah, and it's asleep oh. and you kind of feel bad for it it's like it's hooked up and then you're like alright well maybe it's just going to leave me alone and it does for a second yeah, and then it doesn't it should be cool but yeah loved it um, I definitely want to read more of the theories now that I'm going to pretty much say I beat it there's so much online mm-hmm. and that's what's great this is a game that starts a di- mm-hmm. like a dialogue yeah awesome yeah. so yeah that's that's pretty much me about that final word Dave yeah creepy <laughs> if you had to describe this game in one word, I guess it'd be creepy. Creep, yeah. No, it was, it, was really, it was really good. I was just so creeped out. Yeah. It's a little creepy. It, it's a little, it gets under your skin. Yeah. I, that's, I, that's what I, it's I was about, like, baby. I become an abomination. Yeah. It was just, it was so just out of the all place. arms what? and legs. Just, yeah. And it just flopped around. And there's no happy ending after that. You're like, oh, cool, I'm free. And then so maybe, maybe not. not. And then that's why I think like if the secret ending is supposed to be you finally breaking the cycle, either from you, the player or the hive mind right. where you're stopping uh-huh. constantly, you joining and up. It's them. almost like if you're going to go that hive mind route and stopping the cycle, it's like the hive mind saying, no, I'm not doing this anymore. Uh-huh. Right. I'm sick of doing this, <laughs> which is, you know, gives the interesting line of you playing through it multiple yeah. times, but yeah. yeah. So awesome game. Yeah. That's Final inside. segment of the night. Da, the da, 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 trivial da, da, da. tastemaker, and I took wait, over wait, the wait, intro wait, for that wait, because wait, wait, wait. this week is mine, dogs. 
Kirk. Uh, <laughs> wait, I've heard mixed mixed results about this trivial taste maker. You, I don't know what it is, but I heard it. Nobody knows anything love about this trivial taste maker. Wait, to recap the scoreboard. Yes, please. Uh, we are triple tie. Oh my! Well, all across the board. I will fall into last place tonight because I can't score any points unless I participate myself. You'll be tied for last place for third. Oh, well, so, wait, I gotta get to like my serious fantastic. pose. Well, all right, like to relax there. Okay. So tonight there are five questions, and for each question, I'm only gonna say the name of a game, and you're gonna tell me the game's developer. Now, oh. I picked only Super Nintendo games. Ugh. And did you you had, you had a Super Nintendo? I had a Super Nintendo, okay. but I don't remember that many well, games. No, so like <laughs> my thought is that you'll think of the title screen and what you had to see before the game. That's why I picked games with only one developer and publisher. So you yeah, want the not developer, not the publisher. Developer. See, that's the thing is developer. that like as a kid, I was like, oh, let me get through this screen as fast right. as possible. So, well, well, you're some, not going to pick like... Some you might also know. You know, because they're pretty. Yeah, these are not like obscure I'm games. Totally There's only one game, game okay. that might be obscure, but I think you can probably figure it out. So we'll do the classic ding in system. I would like you guys to now pick your sound of choice so I can identify you. I'll take a well chunk. Home. Dave's a ka chunk. Um, I'm going to take a, a. That's you ripping out one of the the, the light things in inside. Oh, like, good. All right. All right. First game. Batman Returns. This is a Super Nintendo game? (laughs) This is the worst tastemaker I've ever come up with. Batman Returns. Batman Returns. On Super NES. Super Nintendo games. All of them. I didn't even know this was a game. Oh, yeah. Totally. I don't... uh, Well, you guys can wager a guess. Think of the time. Uh, Think of the kind of game. All right, go ahead. Midway? No. Damn. (laughs) <laughs> it's gonna be one of those things we win one nothing. Yeah, we're probably gonna have to go to a hot potato or sherry yeah. tori apparently. But <laughs> I think you guys might be able to get the other four. Okay. Dave, you want to take a shot in the dark? Uh, LJN. No. That's what I was thinking too with the rainbow. It, it was Konami. Oh, was it? Yeah. I was thinking. I don't that. even. I, was like, I don't even know this game. game what is Batman, Batman Returns? Returns? Okay. Well, you might Come know on. this one because I know you like video games. Uh, <laughs> Disney's Aladdin. And by the way, none of these are none of these are developers you wouldn't know. These are all developers you've see. mostly known. I think one of them might be off, but this one's Disney's Aladdin. One of them might be off. Disney's Aladdin. Who did mm-hmm. that? Again, same what? publisher, same developer. It's not Disney. No. Uh, Go ahead. Activision? No. Damn. I know they're a publisher now, but I thought they I only rented that game. I played the one on Sega. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same. I know. The Sega. No, the Sega one was supposed to be like way real good. You, you, you threw apples. A, yeah. And the you music was amazing apples. also. And the yeah. gameplay was when you had the sword the whole time. Mm-hmm. You rode that. You didn't have a sword. Your... No, I don't know. Oh, Genesis one did. It's not looking good, Dan. Right, well, <laughs> no, so you don't get the sword in Super Nintendo, I'm saying. Oh, sorry. You don't get your sword. were more violent, violent in Genesis days. But Dave, do you want to you wager your guess? Don't uh, sure. Guess. Capcom. Nailed it. Dave got a what? point. What? Yeah. <laughs> Son of a B. All right. All right. Capcom Next. made Aladdin? Capcom made Super Nintendo's Weird. Aladdin. I don't know if they okay. made the Genesis one. I don't think they um, did. I would be a little disappointed if you guys didn't get this one. Okay. okay. Zombies Ate My Neighbors. Huh. Oh, I played it. I know you both played this game because <laughs> yeah. this is right up your alley. So. Zombie Ate My Neighbors. Especially, Dave, you're 
Game of Thrones. The swirl uh, in the beginning. Kachunk. Dave. I'm gonna go with Activision for this one. No. Okay. Uh, who made zombie eat my neighbor? Was just I was gonna give a hint, guess. but Dave already answered. Can oh. I get the hint? I, I feel like Dave, a jerk. No, I'll give Dave, you a hint on the next one. Okay. Uh, who? So far, Dave's eat? winning. That's not acceptable. I know. I don't know. Could you use the first thing I said as a hint? What was the first thing you even said? The first thing I said was that I'd be disappointed if you guys didn't get this one. That so I kind of expected you to get it because of who the developer is. It's not Squaresoft. No. Is it? No. no. <laughs> uh, it's LucasArts. Really? Really? Yeah. Oh, they did yeah. make that. Oh, oh. oh no, right. that. Like, you know what? I'm poo-pooing this, but actually this is very fair. We should know these questions. Yeah, okay, I'm, I'm giving you pretty high... Well, anyway, so there's use two left. Big, use a big, so, okay. Super Bomberman. I've never played it. You pretty much don't know who makes Bomberman. Dave. Uh, Namco. No. What? Uh, okay. I forgot Mark. my sound. Uh, Nintendo? No. This is the only one that was kind of off. It's Hudson Soft. It is Hudson Soft. Oh, it's Hudson the B. The B. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the B. Yeah, you see, that's the thing. I was trying to go for your brains no, to remember. The, because you couldn't skip lose. a lot of those. No. All bad. right. Okay. Last one. And it's actually, you could know this one, too. So it might be a game of speed. You ready? Killer Instinct. Mark. Uh, that's Midway. No. No, that's not no. Midway. Oh, why did I say that? If Dave gets it wrong, we have to... Can I, I get a, a second guess? I mean, Dave would win by one. <laughs> <laughs> what if I just say nothing? Is that getting it wrong? <laughs> I would You're take passing. away a point if you didn't no, guess. who made... Ki- no, wait. I thought I knew the answer. Now I might not even know For, it. for well, Killer, Killer Instinct? Is, Killer Instinct. Uh, Super what, did, what was Mark's guess? Mark said... What did I say? Midway. You said mid, Midway. I'm going to guess Inc. Konami. Any no. Was I didn't ult- use any repeats. Was it okay. Ultra? No, it was Rare. <laughs> rare? Oh, oh that is right. They did make that. You guys are killing me with these. Oh, yes. Wait a minute. I mean, like... I remember it was a huge deal that... Like and it was like a the, rare made it wasn't a, game. It wasn't Nintendo. Yeah. Right. Well, wait. Yeah. I have to see if Midway actually made a. That was they made. Game. You think you might be thinking of Mortal Kombat? Defender. Mid- Maybe that's Mortal what I'm Kombat. thinking of. I was Maybe. waiting for that. I remember like. I was waiting for Square. I, was, I remember I Goro pounding on the on the uh, acclaim uh, thing. The Acclaim logo? Yeah. Oh, I was going to go with Nintendo, but I wasn't sure if Mark ever had well, Nintendo. Yeah, they made Mortal Kombat. They made Quake. They made Killer Instinct on Game Boy. So Midway yeah. made Mortal Kombat? Eh? Midway um, made Mortal Kombat. Is the pub- Ultimate Mortal Acclaim Kombat. Is the publisher, then? Uh, possibly. Okay. That's possibly so, true. NBA Jam? This, yeah. This, they used to make NFL maker. Blitz Midway. Total Carnage? Doom? <laughs> I should have gone with what games did Midway make. Wait, it made Doom. They didn't. Did they no, publish a lot of them? people made Doom, probably. No. I made I, Doom. ID made Doom. Yeah, right? I was about Aid, to say. Aid software. So Aid I software. won. That's basically what just happened, yeah. right? Maybe they Dave, worked Dave for won. Midway. Dave, Dave won on a guess. Well, aren't you, aren't <laughs> you <just laughs> the greatest <laughs> tastemaker ever? That was a bunch of malarkey. I you picked some PS3 games. On I did. Oh, hey, maybe next time I do this, I will. Maybe yeah, I'll yeah. come a little closer to the future. Come a little closer. I like to attack the nostalgic brains, you guys, but that's the tastemaker for this week. Yeah. It, it was a deep, deep cut. Dave, congratulations. Yeah. I guess that puts the score at Mark. Yeah, What's the current tally? Whatever, Bo. Sorry, that's, not, that's not a tally. One we just have to. Else. We need to align, Dave, that Dan can't win this season. 
We should just yeah. sabotage him. Oh, this Someone is else needs football. a silver monkey. <laughs> Speaking of which, did you monkeys. see uh, Legends in the Hidden Temple movie? Coming out. Wow. It looks terrible. Oh, I thought that was a new show. <laughs> it was a show. Now they're making a movie. I no, think. I thought they were making a new show. Are they? How did they make like, a movie out of Legends of the Hidden Temple? It's like a kid goes to like a theme park, and it's like based on Legends of the Hidden Temple, but it's actually a real temple. Oh, and he gets snap. involved with temple guards. And there's Sounds a green fantastic. monkey in it. It's an actual monkey. I'm really glad that we all have our shirts now. Yeah, totally. That we're wearing them right this moment, too. I'm not wearing mine. I'm not wearing mine at oh, all. Oh, way to break oh. the illusion. <laughs> so, I mean, not wearing mine in the opposite world. In the backwards, so. crazy backwards film. All right. You know what it was well, one of the things I was thinking about is that um, in, in, this is from inside. Just quick, just just a quick note is that yeah. when you go in the water and your shirt comes away, right? <laughs> maybe he wasn't wearing a red shirt at all the entire time. Maybe, maybe it was, was a red jaguar you. shirt. No, I'm just saying maybe that was just for us to know that that was us. You know, oh, maybe he, we maybe he, us anymore. Maybe he had no shirt the entire time. Why would it just dissolve? Huh. You mean it was like an optical illusion created by the pants? No, like we were, we needed this shirt as. Pl- <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Done with you guys. It's complete. I gotta take uh, these pants back. All right. And on that note, what's our game for next time? Let's fire oh, yeah, the, the machine. Fupa fapa. Dave needs to scare the. I hope I don't know. Dan hopes it's Valhalla. Yeah, one. It's gonna be something. All right. What do you got, Dave? Hold on, I gotta like remember how to do this. See, Dan, you're in a good situation regardless because it's either gonna be that or it's gonna be Abzu, which is like Journey. Yo, I want some games to talk to me though. You know, that's my problem. Speak to you. Speak. I'm to getting me. real depressed. I want games to speak back. Well, make a game you pick next time. Speak. Speak. Although back I gotta you. say, I gotta say, a lot of Dave Grimmel. A lot of games are doing a lot with silent everything's. Wouldn't you say? Silence. A lot, a lot of good stuff is happening. Especially when you put it on mute. Yeah, sometimes you don't need the remaining words. Do is, I do see it. I do okay. see it as well. And just so the audience knows, we're waiting on either Valhalla or Abzu. Abzu. And it's Abzu! This is a double mark. More swimming. Look at that. See, now I wish we played this first because now I'm going to assume that I'm going to have creepy, evil children swimming after Negative. me in the water. Quite the opposite. Yeah. Um, this is what I'm beautiful on. Beautiful clothes, children. Yeah, and they're whales. <laughs> adults, That's beautiful clothes, adults. Uh, everyone's got. <laughs> Tell us it. about Abzu quickly. So this, I know it's the same creative director as Journey, not the same team. Oh. Actually, th- that game company still has not made a game since Journey. It's like they don't know what to my do my. now. But I, I, from They've what I've heard, it's like it tries to be Journey, and it, it's not as good. But it's very. <laughs> It tries to do the same thing. So I wanted to play it. So I was like, let's do this. Well, that's exciting. I think it's pretty exciting. Well, I guess that was this episode of Dinosaur Machine Game Club Podcast. If you like what you heard, please find us on SoundCloud. If you want to use iTunes, do it. If you want to find us on Twitter, we're Dinosaur... ah, Dino underscore machines (laughs) on Twitter. And Mark, what's your Twitter handle? I am at Magrocrag, and I'm trying to tweet more. And well, you don't get in quantity, you get in quality. I like to Twitter think. confessional. There we go. Yeah, that's the way to be. I think. I think that's don't hit don't hit them over the head. Not they're not all good. Don't take that shotgun approach. To the problem. Just throw out the gems. Yeah, it's a problem. It's not a problem, but it's like as a teacher, I have to be mindful mm-hmm. of everything I tweet. It's like, would a child mm-hmm. see this? Would they be offended? Would I get fired? Things I like to avoid, usually in my mm-hmm. career. Um, Got it. 
Well, that's Dave. How do you do your shotgun approach? On <laughs> yeah. what Twitter handle when is I, that? When I tweet, it's at zombie underscore pirate. He loves the Got underscore. <laughs> and of course, I am Daniel Mac on Twitter. And please rate our podcast. We would love yeah. to. Great. Too. If you if you liked yeah. us, if you hated it, just yeah, you move can on. rate it poorly. I, I want <laughs> ratings in general. I guess that's we just like, want we we want the feedback. Feedback. Yeah, too. we want to know what you guys think. Maybe we'll even include people more in the future. Who knows? Anyway. Maybe we'll make fun of you and uh, your ratings on our podcast. Probably not. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll stop. And... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so. Well, have a wonderful evening. Yes. Good night. Boy. Boop. <laughs> 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 <laughs>